Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I am Tim here today, as always, with Adam Sauter. What's up, Adam? Hello, hello. I, I realized that I've never been able to really look at your face while you say that. Oh, and I guess I didn't the last couple of times we've done this. But I don't think I've done it. Yeah. I oh, it was good. It was fun to watch. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to really get into it. I kind of forgot oh, about the... Uh, oh, please do. Yeah. Please really get into it. I, 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 the more you can get into it, the better. All right, good. Well, here we are. It's May 29th, 2020. The world is falling apart, but the NFL season looks like it's going to happen. And yeah. that's all we care about for the purposes of this, uh, this yeah, show. For this, for this hour. Yeah. yeah. Get our minds off of other things right right and so we wanted to talk about players and specifically ones that are overvalued versus ones that are undervalued oh wow so cool (laughs) it's really really unique concept i don't think it's ever been done (laughs) i think we're uh, breaking (laughs) breaking down a lot of walls here today yeah no doubt about it yeah uh, so does anyone come to your mind first to, uh, jump right into this shit? Well, I, I guess just because we were talking about him and I own him, uh, at this point in our league is, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially in PPR leagues, I think he's undervalued. Um, I think, I think he'll be better this year. I think their offensive line was absolutely awful last year. Um, and I feel like he had that year off, so there might've been some rust there. I think so. Did this um, happen to him before he had a season? I think it was his rookie year, right? He was kind of slow and a little bit sluggish and he was okay. And it was yeah. like, oh, well, I guess we'll see what happens this year. And, uh, you know, in his second year, and then he went off because yeah. he had lost weight. Um, and so I wonder if he's putting himself through that same, uh, you know, determination, you know, workout wise, I guess at this point in his career being what? In his yeah. Now I think. Yeah. I th- he's 28. 20, okay. 28. Oh, okay. Younger than I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah but he's he a young is, guy. He, well, not young. he is not in running back terms, but he's young in yeah. normal, normal terms. Well, he also has like a year and a half or so. That's my coffee maker. By oh, the motherfucker. Yeah. It's saying I'm not, I'm not heating this up anymore. <laughs> say come get this, it this coffee's getting cold um uh, well yeah i think so I, but well, he, well, he had a whole year off yeah yeah let's so lay that. out where where he is too he, well, uh, he is so right now he's in most places i've been seeing him drafted between probably like 35 and 45 yeah, that's that's about the range that he's going. I'm looking here on Fantasy Pros and the PPR rankings, and surprisingly, he is running back 19, uh, which is after Chris Carson in a full point <laughs> PPR. That seems a bit yeah, uh, give me ridiculous. give me give me uh, Le'Veon Bell all day over Chris Carson. In that situation, no doubt about it. Um, no doubt about it. Let's so see I, who's. 
I tend to agree with you just based on that one. Yeah. What about David Johnson? Who would you rather? Hmm. I think I would be more intrigued to take David Johnson. Um, I think the upside is maybe a little higher. Um, But yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Their offensive line is more proven. But for the record, I think they're both maybe underrated. Oh, yeah. I would say say David Johnson is a little underrated. Although he needs to really come out and prove himself because he hasn't been good in two years. He has He's been banged up, but still now he's like changing teams with potentially a shortened off season. Doesn't look yeah. good for him. So my question to you is who would drop down because you look at the running backs above those two and I don't know. It looks pretty, uh, looks pretty juicy. Uh, the running back landscape. So, especially it, in a, a full point PPR, because it drops back, off like after running Le'Veon, back seventeen is Gordon Melvin Gordon, yeah, or above Carson, yeah, I think, but it drops off right after Le'Veon Bell. I'd say then you come in with like the rookies, like uh, I got Jonathan right here, Taylor, right here. J- I got David, John- I got David Johnson, James Connor. Who I I feel like is still right in that range too of those guys, which I'm, maybe they're I'm both under. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about Connor. I feel like uh, I would feel m- more confident about Connor if, like, the guys that stepped in for him when he was injured last year really sucked. But I thought Jalen Samuels was actually pretty good. Yeah, and I think, and I think Benny Snell was pretty good at times. And then they drafted another guy, so I'm not like. I, I think uh, James Conner has a much shorter leash than, let's say, David Johnson or Bell. I agree. <clears throat> that is fair, I would say. Um, so I think if we are lump those guys in. But I think um, I like Jonathan Taylor, too. Yeah. I think I, t- I definitely take uh, Le'Veon Bell over him, but I like Jonathan Taylor. I like his situation. Um, I don't know that that's so much true uh, come draft day, that you're going to be taking – Le'Veon Bell over Jonathan Taylor. True. True. Uh, I think Jonathan Taylor is a, a really great talent. Talent. Um, talent. Um, I don't know if he'll get the opportunity right away to, to just like be the every down back. Um, there's concerns about him not being able to be that great in the passing game, at least initially, uh, because of catching. I think he's a decent blocker, but uh, yeah, he's he's know. a fine catcher. He's not um, anything special. Yeah, I guess he had a lot of drops in mm-hmm. college um, compared to the amount of receptions he did have. Um, but yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, I think uh, what's his face, Edwards Hilaire, is a little overrated for my liking i think i think as a rookie um to have matt hides at running back 16 yeah that's usually that's right above the guys we're talking about here yeah yeah i just feel like i mean i would probably want him over chris carson and probably over james connor but the other guys we've been talking about i think he's right there with them 
Yeah, I think this conversation maybe should have been framed uh, in a way where Chris Carson is overrated and yeah. these guys are actually appropriately little, rated. Uh, maybe they're a little underrated and Chris Carson is overrated. I wouldn't say very because he's still, I think... He's a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I just... I think Rashad Penny's good. I think he's going to get a chance to be the guy there this year. Mm. Well, maybe. we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I... We keep well, saying that. Yeah, worth um, a lottery ticket maybe later, but not too Yeah, early. I think I, I'd much rather draft him where he's being drafted than draft uh, Carson where he's being drafted. Okay, now the receivers in that same range, how do you look at them versus the value you you see in those running backs in that range? So mm. in that receiving range, the receiver range, right? We're, we're talking in like the uh, late 30s to the mid 40s. Um, you're talking Cortland Sutton, A.J. Brown, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, Robert Woods. Devontae Parker, Tyler. Honestly, unless you've already drafted two running backs at this situation, I think I'd take a running back here because I feel like the wide receiver pool is pretty deep. Like the next round, you can go and get like a Jarvis Landry, uh, Tyler Boyd, uh, um, Debo Samuel. Like I'd rather maybe go for those guys and get my running back too uh, yep. there and draft one of those guys. Because then after those guys, it really does fall off in terms of running back. But since we're looking at full point PPR rankings, don't you think that the second running back spot in a typical PPR league is a little bit less valuable? Because – I just feel like there are guys every week that could step in and catch five passes as as a second running back that you could pick up every single week. Um, I just feel like the position is uh, people get banged up in that position, and I'd like to be a little deeper. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, I would probably just – I've done a couple of mocks. Have you been doing some mocks? I, I did. Assume. I only did actually like one or two. Oh, we should wow. Do, we should well, do I've a live done, we, we should. I've actually done a couple, and I've just noticed okay. that it seems like you can really stock up on wide receivers a little bit later, like guys that could, you know, have some really good potential. Like like the people I was talking about, like A.J. Green is wide receiver 28. Yeah. Um, Jarvis Landry, 29, Boyd, 30, Samuel, 31, Edelman, 32. I sure like um, Samuel in that range, but are you really drafting AJ Green in that range? Uh, probably not. No. I'm just saying he's there. Yeah. Oh, I like Scary Terry at wide receiver 27. Yeah, that's pretty good. Stefan Diggs at wide receiver 25. But yeah. that's probably maybe your... Maybe that's a little high. All right, I'm officially, talking. I'm officially in a mock draft in uh, in ESPN. How do I get there? It's already full. Oh damn! No, we we can we can coordinate the same one if you want. Yeah, we'll we'll do it next show. Okay, okay. We have to have some sort of content. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Instead of just like oh, what not a whole lot's in? happening. What room? Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. Well, these are all fair points. Uh, you like you Scary think? Terry? Yep. 
I, I do like Scary Terry. I think he's a little high. Oh, look at, at wide receiver 33, Michael Gallup. At wide receiver 34, Hollywood Brown. I like that. I like that action. Now, do I necessarily want him to be my wide receiver too? Probably not. No. And he doesn't um, have to be in that range. No. No. But I'm just saying, like, I think you got to be careful in terms of the mocks I've done on – Stocking up on wide receivers early. Right. Because I okay. think it's a deeper position. Okay. Sure. So to your point, right around 67 and 68, you get Kareem Hunt and Debo Samuel. Again, a full point PPR league. Running back 26, wide receiver 31. They're next to each other in the rankings. That's the starter range. If you draft a player in that range, you assume that guy's going to be starting for you. If you draft Kareem Hunt in that range, I don't think you're going to be hoping he's starting for you week one. You know what I mean? Um, Um, Debo Samuel, though, yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like if we're comparing the two, yeah. To your point. Yeah. Yeah. I take Debo Samuel. I think uh, Kareem Hunt, like if you're starting Kareem Hunt week one, then you have to be loaded at wide receiver. Like have like your wide receivers, your flex, and you know, you got your, maybe even have your tight end too. Like if you're starting Kareem Hunt is your RB two. I mean, I uh, suppose if you went RB. Like him, like, like, him, like in a PPR RB. league, I guess you're hoping to like catch lightning in a bottle, like somebody like yeah. him or Cohen or something like that, where you're like, well, at least they're going to get like five or six catches a game. Yeah, I, I don't really agree with his slot right there, his draft slot, Kareem Hunt. But um, gosh, seen, if, if Chubb got hurt, he's like, what, a top seven guy? That's the that's the big thing. If Chubb gets hurt or if Chubb isn't producing like he should. If uh, Chubb doesn't have a Chubby. Yeah, if Chubb doesn't have a Chubby and everybody's running away from him, um, <laughs> uh, then I, I think uh, – I think Kareem Hunt, like if he's in there and he's being the more effective back, he's going to be the lead back some games, like even if Chubb's not hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, that's what I saw. Like the big thing with Hunt is that he's probably the most valuable handcuff. And in PPR leagues, he might catch a lot of balls. The most valuable handcuff. That's what I've seen written about him. That's not my quote. Uh, yeah, I mean, that. this is right around the range where that that aforementioned uh, most valuable handcuff goes typically. This is the, the Ben Tate range. Ben T- <laughs> oh, the Ben Tate. The Memorial the Ben Tate, ben Tate <laughs> range. Memorial, the Memorial rounds, the Ben Tate <laughs> Memorial rounds. Uh, all right, here's uh, a guy. Here's the guy running back 30, Cam Akers. I was just looking down here because I was like, man, the running backs. Uh, Give me some Cam Akers. You like him? Sure. Why not? What's yeah. not to like? Who's who's we're talking Darrell Henderson? They they just drafted a, a like a rookie, a great rookie running back uh, because they likely don't believe in Darrell Henderson. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I just don't think they that would have been the situation if they. I think uh, most, as, as the next Todd Gurley. I think, I think when they teams, when they let go of Gurley, they knew they were going to get a running back in the draft. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think most teams are going that way. They want three guys that they feel they can deploy and can be effective. I think that's the trend now. Even if you have a lead back, even if you have your third down back, you still want a third guy who you can depend on because you know probably one of those guys might get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can be effective. Like I think the days of like. 
having uh, your third running back ride the pine the whole game is gone. Like that's there's always going to be a third running back on the field at, at some point in time. And I think you ride the hot hand. Mm-hmm. I think you ride the hot hand. Like if somebody has a hot hand or somebody's really good against a certain defense, like the hot so hand. I, I don't know if Cam Akers, unless like there's a preseason and he smokes yeah. smokes everybody. Like I don't know how much I'm like I think I'd rather maybe go Geis or Cohen, which are below him. Yeah. I mean I, I Or maybe even Matt Breida or Philip Lindsay. Taking a flyer on Geis is fine. Um, but I mean, we're, we're looking at the rounds where you're not necessarily starting these guys. I, I, are you, it seems like, it seems like this is exactly where you'd be draft, you know, uh, maybe, maybe, I mean, I guess it depends. You're right in your flex range right here. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you filled right now is the time to take a quarterback. Or, right. If or, you uh, haven't tight already. End, or like a tight end, yeah. like Austin Hooper's here. Um, then there's like a chunk with Brady, Wentz, Rogers, um, Stafford. What about Mike Williams? Uh, with the Chargers? Yeah. That's an interesting. Wide receiver 43. Yeah. Hmm. You say he's underrated there? Well, I just, I, I fear who the hell's throwing, like it's Tyrod Taylor. I, mean, I think it's going to be Tyrod Taylor this year. So then that seems like um, they got Keenan Allen. They got Austin Eckler, who is apparently going to get a uh, hundred catches to justify his goddamn draft slot. Oh, I know. I know. What are we talking about here? He's running back well, eight. Are we serious? He had 91 catches last year, but there's no way he's having that. Again. Yeah. Are we serious? Um, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? He might be like the little safety valve that Tyrod Taylor dinks and dunks with. I mean, I, oops. I mean, I I don't Jeez. I, I don't doubt uh, I don't doubt Austin Eckler's talent or that he might have a good season. Um, but maybe right there is a little reachy. For me. I think that's an overrated player. Even this guy came out of nowhere. Like you know, everyone saw how how good he is. Everyone saw what he can do. Um, for he's, sure, he's excellent. But um, his quarterback got worse. Yes. Um, he uh, now teams are going to really key in on him. I think now they have like now they're like okay, this is the guy there. Like I think at the beginning of the year he took people by surprise, then people started trying to play catch up, and then Melvin Gordon came back. So I think this year pe- teams are going to be able to go okay. How do we slow down Eckler? Yeah. Um, he was outstanding in the beginning of the season. Oh. Amazing. Um, without Gordon, and he was still oh, yeah. fine with Gordon. It was oh, just yeah. a uh, a different kind of uh, you know scoring, right? He for sure re- had to regress a little bit because actually Gordon played really well too for fantasy. Not as good as he normally did, not top five, but still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's, right, it's let, let me per- pull up Austin uh, Schmeckler. Getting up here, back up to the top. What's that? Back up to the top. Yeah, Eckler is RB8. Yeah, that's a bit ridiculous. Player. Yeah, I'd rather have... Yeah, I'd rather have a lot of guys under him. <laughs> I'd rather... In terms of running backs, I'd rather have... It's not kind of perverted the way you said it. <laughs> that's just the way you took it. Perfect. I'd rather have a lot of guys under him. I feel like when yeah. you said that, you were picturing him on, on top of like several guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Get get to the goal line. 
Just want to point that out. Okay. Um, I mean, I rather have Josh Jacobs. I think Nick yes. Chubb. I rather have. Yes. Uh, even Kenyon Drake. I'd rather have probably. Ooh, I don't know about that. Um, I don't know about that right. Oh, there. I'd rather have Miles Sanders. Yeah, I agree there. So those are the guys in that range, and he's at the top of that range. Yeah, that's that's Bumpkiss. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Bupkis? Yeah. Bup- Bupkis. I don't know. Uh, the first week of last season, 12 carries, 58 yards, one touchdown, six catches, 96 yards, two touchdowns. Holy schmoly. Yeah. S- week two, oh, seven to 17 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown, six catches, 67 yards, uh, no score. Week three is kind of like his floor, you would say, without Gordon. Um, based on last season anyway, you get nine carries, 36 rushing yards, seven catches, 45 scoreless receiving yards. And in a full point PPR, you're still looking at 15 points. Yeah. So yeah. that's his floor without Gordon with Phillip Rivers. Yeah. I mean, Tyrod Taylor's not horrible. He's just, uh, and, and Phillip Rivers is actually pretty bad last year. Yeah, he wasn't. Bad enough, to where, bad enough where they're like, okay, cool. We'll see ya. See ya. Thanks. Take all your kids. Take all your kids to Indianapolis. <laughs> uh, well, um, Adam, I am in this mock draft. I will have you know. And, oh, uh, and I've got what the eighth pick. Eighth? Oh, that's a nice little pick there. Who, who are you going to take? Uh, is it PPR league? It is a full point pipper, and let's see. I'm probably looking at Henry Mixon Jones. Uh, Hopkins. I would take Hopkins there, right? Yeah, that's right in the range. Actually, if everyone were to draft the way ESPN suggests, that's who I would get in this range. Um, Or Devontae Adams, perhaps. Who would you rather have, Hopkins or Adams? Um, I'd say Adams, only because Hopkins is switching teams. Mm. I I think Hopkins is a little bit more naturally talented than Adams, but... I don't think that really necessarily matters when you're talking this level uh, where where Devontae Adams is tethered to Aaron Rodgers and he's sometimes like laser focused on him. And the oh, Packers did well, nothing. They did nothing. Well, they got, they got Funchess. Bunches of Funchess. Big whoop. Uh, they let go of Jimmy Graham. They didn't, they didn't draft a receiver. They, yeah. uh, so, they, I mean, really, it's Devontae, pencil him in for 10 targets a game again. Um, so that's why I would probably say him, although I think Hopkins is more naturally talented, if that makes sense. No, I agree. I get it. All right. So although I could see Kyler Murray taking that next step, kind of having that Lamar Jackson breakthrough, um, second season, he, because he looked really good at times. He He won them a couple of games, really. What do you think that would look, look like for Deandre Hopkins? Over a hundred receptions, that's for sure. Yeah. Um well they play kind of like a fast tempo, don't they? The uh yeah. Cardinals? Yeah. Um very high octane. Yeah. Okay. All, it's firing on all cylinders, you know. Um I think uh yeah, I, I I'm interested to see what that offense looks like this year. All right. I'm staring down Devontae Adams. At my pick, I got Julio Jones on the on the board still, Tyreek Hill. Um, and then the running backs, you're talking Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, 
Kenyon Drake, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb. No thanks. You like Joe Mixon? I do. Yeah, I think he's excellent, but I'm not drafting him right here. First, I think. Yeah. yeah, I just I can't see drafting him over. Devontae I, I Adams. think if uh, yeah, I would if Adams is still there, probably Adams. Yeah. Or if he's gone, Hopkins. I think I'd go here. It's Adams. Um, I you know I took, we did it. Yeah, we I did, did it. it. Yeah. I think Chubb is a little bit underrated down here at 18, perhaps as I look. As yeah, I sit here in this. Draft. Yeah, underneath Eckler and Drake. Yeah, um, but not by much. I don't might think. be about to draft um, him right here in the second. In the second oh, round. Oh wow! Yeah, I would. I would do that or Josh Jacobs or Sanders here. Chris Godwin's still on the board. Ooh, if Chris Godwin's still there, yeah, that's a, quite a dynamic duo. Yeah, but receivers. then, but but then I almost have to go double running back in. Uh, in the third and fourth, don't I? Oh man, I just burped in my mouth. It was awful. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah, I was like, and I, I could see me do it on the camera. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. yeah, that happened. All right. Uh, Nick uh, so Chubb was selected by you, not by me. Okay. Is Godwin still there? Godwin is still there, but you know who else is still here is Tyreek the Freak Hill. Ooh, ooh. So Tyreek and Adams. I oh. think that's what I'm looking at, right? right that could be now. good. That you you be like good. Hill over Godwin? I think Hill's ceiling is higher. I think Godwin is maybe a safer bet to get you a good chunk of points every week. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think Tyreek got banged up a little bit last year, and I I don't know if uh, you know he's a small guy. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I feel like Godwin might be the safer pick, actually. Interesting. I think, I think Hill, and that's why Hill's rated a spot higher, is because his ceiling's higher. Yeah. Like, I think Hill, Hill could go out there. But, I mean, Godwin had some great games last year. He did. And now he's with Tom Brady, a, more, yeah. a much more accurate passer. Uh, but I ended up going with Hill. Um, I think that's – you can't go wrong. Yeah. That was pretty good. So I probably will go two running backs here. I think you have to at this juncture. Yeah. You, yeah, you know, really. as I, as again, as I sit here in this draft room, who looks a little underrated is Juju Smith Schuster. What do you think about I that? I agree. I agree. I agree. I think he's uh, a bit underrated. Yeah. Uh, I think his ceiling's really high. I, think, I mean, it depends on a lot. It depends on him staying healthy, but also depends on Big Ben staying healthy. And he's 38 now. Because they're they didn't go out and like get a better quarterback to back him up. I think it's still what's his face. They got hit with the helmet. <laughs> um, you talking about uh, Mason Rudolph? Oh. I think that's I think that's their backup. Okay, or, for for Big Ben or or the other yeah. guy too. They have yeah yeah right Duck so, Duck Hodges yeah yeah one of those guys know. right right. They're both bad. They're both terrible. <laughs> okay, I'm back on the clock. That was quick. Uh, it's wow. a ten team league. Um, so I'm no, looking at 10 team league. It's there. a 10 team league. Yeah. Okay. I am looking at Alan Robinson, Juju Smith Schuster, the aforementioned Amari Cooper. So again, receiver heavy here. Fournette's not there. Fournette is not there. Miles Sanders is gone. Miles Sanders is here. Oh, take Miles Sanders. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the guy. Yep. Okay. Boom. Boom. Did it. What a team. Done. What a team so far. I think it's a good team because I think because I think Miles Sanders is uh, definitely a guy who can be an RB one this year, top ten back. Without a doubt, I would say he's got potential for top like six. 
um, potential, you know, I, if the Eagles are as good as they could be, or even really close. And, uh, no, I know they kind of have a multi leveled attack too, but I think he's obviously Boston Scott was actually really solid. He was good going down the stretch. So like I, people are like, Oh, maybe Miles Sanders will catch 80 balls. Like I, I'd like to think that like as upside, but I think there's uh, having Boston Scott there will take away from some of his receptions. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I mean, back I think you'll get more clock. carries for sure. Back Sorry. on the clock. Sorry. I'm back on the clock. That was pretty quick. Um, Allen Robinson, Smith Schuster still there. Cortland Sutton, David Johnson, Chris Casson, Lev Bell, Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen. Jeez. So this is that, uh, this, this is, is fourth, that, my fourth round. Pick. Yeah. This is that range we were talking about it is. earlier. Yeah. Um, I almost feel like I got to go with like just Allen Robinson or, or Smith Schuster here. Allen Robinson is still there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would go him and have him in the flex. Okay. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's going to have, he, he's probably going to have a hundred grabs. This year. It's a safe pick, but um, no one had really taken uh running back or uh, rookie running backs yet. And, Maybe I should have gone for Jonathan Taylor. He was actually still on the board. He might still be by the time he it comes might. Back that's to you. what I'm saying. And I'm saying maybe Cam Akers will be. And I think I'll I think be you okay. Took, you definitely took the best available guy. Yeah, I think I'll be guy. okay. Uh, piecemeal. I think together. if you weren't able to get Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. like you had like a lesser running back that last round, then I would have been like, maybe you should take a running back, like David Johnson. Right. I'm uh, uh-huh. nearly back on the clock. Wow. Uh, this this Just draft is moving pretty quick. <laughs> I really should go running back here. Uh, f- tops tops is Raheem Mostert, Mark Stinkrum, uh, Kareem Hunt, <laughs> Devin. Uh, I'm sorry, DeAndre Swift of Detroit. Yeah, who might be a little early to project him as the you know full blown starter or whatever in Detroit. Uh, but Cam Akers and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, along with David Montgomery, all still here. Oh. So I think the answer would, is Jonathan Taylor. If, I, if, yeah, I would go Taylor probably. Okay. Or who else is there? Who, who's that's not a rookie that's there? David Montgomery, Mark Ingram, Raheem Mostert. And then, I'd, prob- yeah, go I'd probably go Ingram or um, Taylor here. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Taylor. I think I'm okay. going to start taking some risks with my uh, receivers. I mean, uh, running backs here. Just burped again. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. Pig. <laughs> uh, let's see. I almost got to go back to to some different position. Now it kind of seems a little barren for running backs, but I like Ronald Jones. He's available. Keyshawn Vaughn, though. How do you like? I hate, uh, I hate Ronald Jones. Rojo. Yeah, Rojo. What about uh, Keyshawn Vaughn? You a Keyshawn Vaughn guy? Um, I don't know. Is is Brita there or Cohen or Geist? I actually, it, I, it came back and I ended up selecting Mark Ingram. Oh, so you got Mark Ingram too. I do, yeah. So now I have three oh, running backs. I Miles like that. Sanders, yeah, Miles Sanders, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Ingram. And, I like that. Yeah, I think I'd be feel comfortable. What, I think when it gets back to you, maybe check out tight end. Yeah, I should look at tight end. Take or a look, but it's looks, like a quarterback. Looks very plentiful. Um, receiver, receiver wise. That's what I was saying. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many receivers in this, and like around these rounds, like that. We're like, oh, this 
could be a wide receiver two, wide receiver three. Yeah, a lot of them are going off the board right in front of me here. Uh, AJ Green, Julian Edelman. We're talking round seven now. Uh, Devontae Parker, Debo Samuel, DJ Chark, Jarvis Landry, Scary Terry, Stephon Diggs. All those guys Ooh, just went terrible. in a row. So we just had a major, like Terry. major receiver run. But right, right now, if you're drafting a running back or a wide receiver – it's uh, a guy on your bench, at least to start the year. That's right. I would be getting. And you already have fourth. Ingram on your bench, right? Yeah, I would already right. be getting. I would be getting my fourth uh, of that position. Yeah, I guess. If, I mean, if there's no tight end or quarterback worth taking, then yeah, just go wide receiver or running back, like best available, I guess. Cam Akers just went. So, uh, and oh, Deshaun Watson just went. I was just going to potentially select Deshaun Watson. Is- is this Kyler Murray gone? Kyler Murray's still there as long as well as Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott. Ooh, I'd probably take Dak here if there's no tight end worth it. There's still some decent tight ends, but I think I am going to wait. I also have a, another pick coming up in like five picks. Um, that might be a good reason not to take a quarterback here too, though. Who's available? Uh, let's take a look at um, who's really fun. Um <laughs> Who's a fun guy? Ronald Jones, Kareem Hunt, Keyshawn Vaughn, Darius Geis, uh, Sterling Shepard. Yeah, it's no one really that exciting. Who's tight end of it? Tight end, what's, what's not available? Evan Stinkrum, Gronk, Tyler Higby. I think Ingram or Gronk seems I think good. The thing's beeping at me, so I kind of panic selected Dak Prescott. Okay. I think that's a good pick there. I think <laughs> I think if Ingram or Gronk is there for your next pick, I'd probably go. They're going to be there. They're going to be there. Yeah. There's a lot because, of good tight ends late. But like, I mean, running back, wide receiver, was there anybody there that... I mean, Sterling so, Shepard, I could see having a good year. Yeah, yeah. Christian Kirk, he's available. Christian Kirk, yeah. Hollywood I would, Brown. I would, huh? Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I would probably take one of those wide receivers or a tight end. Famous and Crowder. <laughs> There's uh, Marvin Jones, Michael Gallup, Will Fuller, Sterling Shepard, Jamison Crowder, Hollywood Brown. I think for me, or Christian Kirk. I th- I, but I would say it's probably Hollywood Brown for me. Just for I would say Hollywood. Hollywood Brown or Sterling Shepard for me. Yeah, it's the Shep. Mm. If you don't want to take a tight end there, the Shep. Uh, maybe I'll do the Shep. I'll go Shep. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna wait on tight end for uh, an exercise. Oh, okay. For the exercise of it. That's cool. (laughs) You can do whatever you want. Thank you. This uh, turned out to be pretty fast pace. I wasn't expecting that. Sorry. That was good. Okay, good. good. Yeah, it was fun. I feel like I'm right there with you drafting. <laughs> oh, I probably Florida. probably could share my screen, but it might cause some problems with. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll test that out another time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I still got about ten picks, but a lot of these are auto pick. So I'm probably looking at a running back maybe in this range. I got four receivers. Uh, Terry Cohen is still there. Keyshawn Vaughn of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The rookie is still there. Supposed to be a great pass catcher. Maybe the new James White. Speaking of James White, he's also there. Darius Geis. Jordan Howard with Miami now. Matt Breida. I like Matt Breida. Yeah. Yeah, I like Breida. I like Cohen. I like Geis. Oh, yeah. Breida is also with the Dolphins. So that's kind of Mm -hmm. an interesting looking backfield. I mean... You know, I think I think, I think Brita. I think Brita is gonna 
end up being the best back. Whether he gets the most touches, I don't know, but I think he's going to be the best back there. Yeah, I think at this point in the season or in the offseason, really, you kind of look at some of these guys, like even Sony Michelle, you're like, oh, that offense is going to be shit, or who knows what's up with Miami, even if I think these players are fine. Um, mm-hmm. you almost like you overlook them. You're like, they're not going to score any points. You know, I don't know about you, but I just kind of like view them as valueless completely. Whereas Matt Breed is going to have some great games. I bet. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, at a certain point you just got to stock up and get a deep team. And, you know, if you don't have a great tight end or a great quarterback or something like that, especially in one quarterback leagues, like it's not the end of the world. You could potentially trade for one, get one off the waiver wire. Um, I think having a deep team allows you much more flexibility deep with like running backs and wide receivers Yeah, can offer you flexibility week to week and also give you some players you could potentially trade and upgrade at a position you need to. That's true. And uh, I selected Matt Breida. Okay. I think that's a good pick in the ninth round. I would have probably not because I'm a bears fan, but I'd have probably taken Cohen there just to be in a PPR league. I feel like, uh, that's kind of a safe bet of him getting like four or five receptions a game. You know, he just went him. Yeah. And I like Keyshawn that floor. I, yeah. I probably would have went with Keyshawn Vaughn if I had my druthers there. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind Brita. Surprisingly, Darius guy's still on the board. How are you feeling about him? I just think it's just such an injury risk, but at this point, I mean, In the 10th why round. Not? Yeah. Why not? For God's sake. For God's sake. Because you took Hollywood Brown, right? I did not take Hollywood Brown. He went a couple of picks before I was able to get him. However, I am about to take Christian Kirk. Okay. In, Who'd you take with that pick then? Uh, Sterling Shepard, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. That's right. So here's my squad. Dak Prescott as the starter. Mile, and uh, We'll just go through the uh, running backs. Miles Sanders, Jonathan Taylor, Matt Breida, Christian, uh, not Christian Kirk, um, Mark, Ingram. Mark Ingram as three, Matt Breida as four. Uh, so a little weak there, but receivers pretty good. Devontae Adams, Tyreek the Freak Hill, Allen Robinson, Sterling Shepard, and Christian Kirk. Yeah. Feel good there. I would say if you're not going to go towards a tight end this round, I would see what running, excuse me, what running backs are available. <laughs> you should let that burp out. Because coffee, man. Uh, coffee. Straight up coffee. Well, I'll tell you what I'm looking at right now. I'm the staring down the barrel of another pick, number 108. And I'm looking at Damian Williams. Why is everyone just assuming this rookie is sent from the heavens of the NFL I draft? I agree. I like Freaking Damian Williams. Damian Williams. Actually, there was a couple of running backs in this position I think I really liked. Um, this one jumps out at me. Uh, Latavius Murray's here. The aforementioned Boston Scott. Yeah. Um, Justin Jackson. Duke Johnson could be interesting if uh, certainly if um, Johnson, uh, the other uh, David Johnson doesn't come through. Although that now I that I re- think about it, that's going to be really confusing when you see D Johnson <laughs> running back. It's going to be D U Johnson and D A Johnson. It's going to be really frustrating. Um, but the thing about Duke Johnson, though, was uh, – 
uh, Lamar Miller got hurt, and then they went out and got a new guy. So, like, if Duke, David Johnson does get hurt, does that mean they're just going to go out and get another guy? Like, well, I think I think it, I, yeah, in the scenario I was laying out, I assumed it would be uh, midseason and not preseason, which is when uh, Lamar Miller got hurt last year, and they ended up getting Carlos Hyde. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think I like. Uh, um, Damian Williams there. I went with him in the yeah. 11th round. I'm staring down the barrel of another pick, Adam, and I kind of, again, don't want to go tight end, but it seems like everyone must have one by now. And uh, Jared Cook is is looking at me. Uh, Whoa. I, I can't believe he's still there. Pick a hun- pick 113. I, I'm fine waiting still, but I'm not really yeah. that thrilled. I would probably maybe get... Uh... I might go second I quarterback. Think, I think the running back situation in Baltimore is really important. Yeah. I, I think whoever is the lead back is going to get a lot of touches. I would go Dobbins to kind of handcuff your third running back there. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins you're talking mm-hmm. about. If he's still available. He is. I think yes. I like that considering you have Ingram. And then that way you have the lead back in Baltimore. Okay. We'll take him. We'll no see matter what. That's an interesting uh, thought. We'll uh, we'll draft him. Yeah, why not? We'll draft him. Who's going to stop us? No one, really, unless somebody drafts him before you. No, I just did it. Oh yes. Um, that's a good a good call with the. Uh, I think I think that's like a handcuff I'd I'd like to have. I think if I draft Mark Ingram, I'd really like to have Dobbins. Uh, because I think Ingram, if he stays healthy, he's going to be the lead back all year for sure. But I think J.K. Dobbins is really talented. And I think if Ingram does go down, like I think J.K. Dobbins could be really valuable, like probably like top 20 back. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be really fast. I haven't seen any footage of him or anything, but he's I, just a big dude. Like he's yeah. like kind of like Ingram, like he's tough to bring down and he's yeah, really he's be good. He's explosive. Like I think obviously that team is just committed to the run. So no matter what, they're going to run it a lot. Um and I think that running back is just set up in such a prime position with Lamar Jackson. I mean. All right, Adam. I did it. I waited out tight end to the point yeah. where uh, I'm looking at Mike Gusecki. This is the 13th round. I'm looking at Mike Gusecki. I like Gusecki. You know that. I, now, I only have one bench spot to play with, but I will have four draft picks left. I haven't taken defense or kicker left. I have okay. uh, 30 seconds left on the clock here. So I have four picks left. Um, so I, I like Chris Herndon. I am thinking – I'm thinking about maybe taking two tight ends, going double tap here on the tight. I think you should. Now, the one that I really like, though, and there's still some that I feel fine about, Hayden Hurst of the Atlanta Falcons. I really like him. He got got traded. I would go with Hayden. Yeah, you got traded. I would go with Hayden Hurst, your from boy. The Raven, your boy. Was third you, you on the Ravens, and I loved him. You're right. And he never broke out because he was behind Mark Andrews and Nick Boyle. He was also like a first-round pick or some shit. Yes, he has high draft value. And now he goes to the Atlanta Falcons, who just got rid of Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper is actually just went a few picks before this, maybe a round before this. Um, and now he's with Cleveland, so it's a little bit of a tight end carousel there. But I really like Hayden Hurst's talent. So now's too. the time to. Put I think my his money situation is good. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would I would like that pick there for you, okay. and then go go another tight end. I would okay, say. so we're again Gasicki's still available. Herndon, Jackie Doyle, Dallas Goder, oh <laughs> Eric Ebron, uh, Blake Jowin. Who yeah, I well, Ebron went to Pittsburgh, right? Yes, he did. 
Yes. Mm. Irv Smith Jr., uh, second-year guy with Minnesota. Yimmy Graham. Uh, again, did I say Blake Jarwin, who I like now, the number one tight end down in Dallas. That's interesting. Yeah, I think you have to go with the guy who who's not like – like the second tight end or like he's going to be the number one tight end for sure. You're talking uh, Johnny Smith still available. So you're talking Ooh. Johnny Smith uh, uh-huh. of the Tennessee Titans. Um, Ian Thomas of the Carolina Panthers. I really, really think tight end is fine to wait on. Yeah, I like uh, Ian Thomas. I might even pivot to defense right here if I can. I think uh, Gasicki is good too. Yeah. Keep I turn might, it on. Yeah, I might actually your... just pick a a position Defense. player. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah. I don't really like anyone. Yeah. Who's left position wise. Uh, I only got 15 seconds left. So like, it's hard to pivot too hard. So I, maybe I'll go Herndon just to see what yeah. happens there. I think that's a good pick. Okay. All right. So you yeah, love them. I do love them, but yeah. So, okay. So if I had taken a different, um, Skill position player there, I would have lost the ability to take a second tight end because ESPN's stupid and they uh, make you take a defense and a kicker. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Ah, uh, ESPN. So oh, ESPN. Let's go to sleeper. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no. No way. <laughs> well, I don't really care about defense or kicker, Adam. I know you love it, but... Uh, I, I, well, I don't care about kicker. Okay. Uh, I'll make I went Bears. Defense. Yeah, the Bears D. Why not? Mm. Mm-hmm. Why not? I don't think that... Uh, like, I don't think, like, the Packers got that much better offensively. Uh, the Vikings lost Diggs, although I like the guy they drafted. They dra- they made some good draft picks. Um, I, yeah, I just think, like, the Lions maybe could be better offensively um, now that, you know, Stafford's back. But I don't think there's any offense in that division that's, like, scary. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, that's the draft. I like my, my team is pretty, pretty decent. I got, again, I got Dak Prescott, Miles Sanders, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Ingram, Matt Breida, Damian Williams, JK Dobbins. So that was, those are my six running backs there. And, uh, yeah. but, but I'm probably receiver heavy as in that's my strongest position Yeah, with Adams Hill, Allen Robinson, uh, Sterling Shepard, Christian Kirk, who I think is definitely underrated after doing yeah. this exercise. Uh, and uh, and that's it, actually, right? That, that's that a good right? team. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a team you can hang your hat on. Yeah, tight ends, Hayden Hurst and Chris Herndon. Someone is going to break out. This is, a, again, a, only a 10-team league. So yeah. if, Or uh, even if they don't, I'm sure there's guys you can pick up. That's what I'm saying. I can just pivot to the waiver wire if uh, if, if both of those guys flame out real quick. Word. Yeah. More. All right, Adam. Well, I think we had some fun here today. We took a little oh, trip around so the rankings. <laughs> Maybe next time we'll go a little deeper and uh, Maybe do... do a draft together. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. Okay. That'd be fun. fun stuff. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to that stupid fantasy football show here today. We'll be back 